Welcome back, everybody. We had to take a short break, and Pastor Stefan was right in the middle of something really, really profound that he was going to tell us. So we're just going to jump right back into the conversation. Uh, Pastor, continue on. Absolutely. So, you know, the Lord showed me uh, right before we accepted the call that uh, I was before the, the people in the church, and my wife was off to the side, left or right, in the church, sitting there, but just not yoked, not equally yoked, not ever to receive not even in a place of um, of order, right? In 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 spiritual order and alignment. And I, I for two weeks I wrestled with that. I was like, God, what is that? He said, Man, if you get caught up in a title, if you let fame and other, you know, all these man-made things that quote unquote come with you know, preaching and pastoring, man, he said, You're gonna lose your wife. Uh. And I said, wait a minute, I got children. He said, I don't even worry about that. He just wanted me to focus on my wife. He said, You're gonna lose your wife. And so that was that literally was the first vision that God gave me in all that I do, all that he has me to do. Don't forget your wife. You right. include your wife in any and every obedient moment that God has for us in ministry. Yeah. I do it even when I, you know, pl uh, play the drums or do something with music. Honey, should I should I do this or not? You know, she praying. She'll, nope. OK. Yeah. OK. Yes. OK. I can go. You know, and so it's just always kept me humble. And balance to know that I always check in with my wife. You know, that's yeah. that's vision too. Check in. You know, that gives me vision. Okay, we maybe we couldn't get together Wednesday. So we're gonna, you know, check in Tuesday, you know, and that has literally I'm not gonna say saved our lives, you know, or our ministry, but I'm just saying it has kept us rooted, rooted at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think about um visionaries? that also try to do all the work. You know how some people are just great visionaries. Yeah. But they're not good at managing a project or doing the work of in order to accomplish what the vision is in order to carry it out. I'm, I find a lot of people because, you know, I do like business consulting and different things. And I meet a lot of people, even in the, in, in the church world, who have great vision. I mean... They can, I mean, they, the God just gives them so much, but when it comes down to getting the work done, it just falls. It falls right there. Something's missing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a tough pill to swallow. And mm -hmm. I say that because, you know, being leaders in the church, you don't want to take on everything. Right. If that makes sense. Right. Um, you have people on your team where that is their strength, mm -hmm. strength. And so when you run into a situation that we've experienced, but when you run into a situation where they started something and they didn't finish it and you have people on the line who are, you know, who have become involved with it. I mean, it's, it's going places. You have to pick up those pieces. Uh -huh. if that makes sense. So when I say that it's a tough pill to swallow, but it's also common. Yeah. You get people uh -huh. that come to the table, they talk it through, they give all the ideas, they set it all up. Yeah. And then when it comes down to it, you fin you end up finishing it. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. You know, first lady, you know, she's so good at that, right? Like her thing has always been, what is the plan B? What is the plan C? Uh -huh. um, I remember we had a men's conference um, in our first ministry. You know, we did a men's conference and the title of our conference was, what's your plan B? Because usually you always hear, what's your plan A, right? But if plan A don't go to plan or plan A works, then what? 
Mm-hmm. You know, so it's always you have to have a plan B, you have to have a plan C. If this ministry, you know, doesn't f- follow through, if this person doesn't follow through, if pastor gets sick or tired or has an opportunity to go speak or first lady got to go speak, you have to have those B's and C's and D's in alignment. But again, it goes back to what you said, Dr. Danae and Minister Vaughn. If the, the body, uh, the partners don't know the, the vision of the, of the ministry, don't be mad at them. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Right. They don't know. They if, don't know. If if you get a vision that you can do by yourself, the vision is too small. It's too small. Your vision is too small if you can accomplish it by yourself. It's too small. It's too small. Like even if you look at the Bible, when God wanted to reconcile the world back to himself, he sent mm. Jesus. But when Jesus got here, what he started doing? Hey, okay, yeah. Andrew and Peter, roll with yeah. me. John, James, y'all gonna roll with me. Judas, I know you're going to betray me, but you still have a purpose. Come on and roll with me. Absolutely. So he got a team of people. And then when it was time for him to go, he said, look, I got to go because it does y'all good in the future if I go so Ooh. that you guys can go out and spread. But as long as I'm here, I'm crippling the message. And so as visionaries, we have to know when it's time for us to pick other people to That's right. and when to leave it alone. That's right. When to leave it alone. Like that's right. Jesus always knew what to do, how to do it, who to delegate it to, and when to say, you know what, my time is up. I gotta go back to heaven, but I'm gonna send you a comforter and y'all can go do greater things. Thank you, Why? Jesus. Because now more, when you have more people working the vision, you can reach out to more Come people. On. Yeah, get more things done when you have more people other than yourself. So if you have a vision that you can do yourself, I just believe that your vision is too small. Yeah, and a lot of people nowadays who say, uh, who who feel like if I trained you and now you're doing greater and more than what I was able to do, some people are like offended by that. Like, oh, some no, people yeah. are very like prideful and yeah. they're like, you know, uh, you know, say you, you, they maybe a pastor put you over like a youth ministry and now your youth ministry has outgrown the number of members in the church. Right. Oh, we don't fire you. You can't be over you because you're trying to start your own church. Fooler. No, I'm just doing youth ministry. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm doing what I was, you know, called or asked to do. Oof. And just because God is in it and he's growing and he's discipling others and we're doing outreach and we're doing yes. other things. I mean, maybe the overall ministry could learn from Come some of the things that we're doing and tapping instead of pushing people away. Yes. And saying, hey, you're doing too much. Well, you trained me. You you taught me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. When when we were appointed, I remember, you know, the church mother saying when I started going to the first lady classes and things like that, they're like, she's gonna be so good because she's a leader in, in corporate. She's a she's a leader in her day job. She manages people, but I'm saying to myself, that's different. I don't like to be called a manager. I like to be called a leader because you said it right right. on the nose. I train my staff to do what I did and better. Mm -hmm. Those are test leaders. You should be training your staff to take your job. That's That's just calling. What are you You afraid of? Come on. You should be. You should be training your staff, your team, to take your job. Now I know in the church realm that's kind of different, but if if any of the lady partners under us wants to be a first lady, I hope that I am walking the walk that they're inspired because Uh of that. Maybe right. Yeah. Um. But there's a difference between a manager and a leader. 
Mm-hmm. I never want to be a manager. I don't want to micromanage anyone. And that's why oftentimes, you know, when you guys sit with pastor and I would like, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Like do it that, you know, yeah. that's how, that's how we are. Um, yeah. especially because we do have a church that's predominantly for the most part, a lot of millennials. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we talked about that. Um, I think our last, um, segment was, you know, how millennials, when they come to the table, they have like a five-year plan. Okay, I'm going to be in this role for five years and then I'm going to the next. Yeah. Yeah. I'm moving on. So, yeah. You know, and and like, you know, First Lady said, I think um, the unique thing for us is we started with our children. You know, I tell my children all the time, even currently, like, you should be a a better husband or uh, mother, right? You should be better than me and your mom or wife, excuse me. You should be better than us. And we're not bitter at that. Like, celebrate your wins, you know, we celebrate yeah. their wins. We celebrate, you know, the, these milestones and, you know, and it's just sad, man, because you got parents at war with their children. Right. And at war. Same team. And they came from you. God, God, God loaned them and lent them through you. And you yeah. mad at them. Yeah. I said, listen, man, that will never be me. Same thing in the church. You know, if God has blessed you and he's elevating you and he's propelling you in the kingdom, who am I to stand in the way of that? Go Aww. do you. Yeah. Please. And, and what we can do to help you. People. Yeah. Come on, man. Celebrate people. Yep. I'm telling you, my wife go to preach. I'm going to be the loudest person saying amen. <laughs> I'm going to be the first one. You ain't going to out amen me. I'm going to stand up you first. Won't. I'm going to stand you up won't. the longest. Her head, her head has to be on our on our attentions, right? Right. They, they, they can't be looking nowhere else. Where right. did come from? No, 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 no. Right. It's from your husband. No, no, right. no. I'm going to be the most supportive because what you want to support, somebody else will. That's you know, real. You want to sit down on somebody? That's no, real talk. I'm going to be the first one up. I'm going to stand the longest. That's and real. If you read a scripture, I'm going to be like, hey, man, you read that scripture. You need me to read? You need me to read? <laughs> Listen, my brother Vaughn. That's real, man. That is your brother, hundred percent. I mm. when I had to speak recently, he was before I even got to the to the pulpit, if you will. He was oh, right up. up. Let's go. Yeah. Y'all can't see what I just did. I just stood up. And he'll tell me, even if I didn't feel like I did a great job, he will tell me, "Oh my, you did." excellent i'm looking at him like and even when we are you know worshiping together and i'll go forth in some he'll be so excited like it it excites him he's the he's my biggest cheerleader and even when i walked the stage with my um first degree my associate's degree he was right there cheering it on in that big old arc arena oh you heard me cheering it on and he posted (laughs) i'm just so glad i lived to see it i'm like you know i was in arc arena i had a swollen tonsil because i was screaming (laughs) when i say screaming and she had a little you know reception afterwards what's wrong with your husband i caught the holy ghost because listen God allowed me to see my wife's vision come into fruition, you know, and then fast forward when she got the bachelor's from you know, from Phoenix, man, I was like, yo, man, like, come on, man, the next dude going to celebrate her. The next dude going to be on. in her DMs congratulating come her. On. Come, come on, on bro. Yeah. No, no, yeah. It, it won't be new to her when she's, yeah. here's a congratulations. I'm at home already. Mm-hmm. Come on, Doc. You can't offer me something that I already got already. Come on, Doc. She's been told thank you. It's all right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right <laughs> because you know success has a way of revealing what's in other people's heart yes sir either they're either jealous for you or happy yes. for you like when david killed all them people it resonated with Saul. he was so jealous yes 
because he could not stand the success of David. Mm-hmm. And so when my wife is successful, I'm genuinely happy for Absolutely. her. Absolutely. She's getting ready to go travel to pray. I'm gonna be carrying her Bible. I'm gonna be carrying. Yeah. She don't need no armor bearer. I'm in. You ain't arm. No. You ain't got no. Like, I got it. Don't even worry about no. it. No. And it. if I can't do it, I've, I've, you know, I'm not gonna say train, but, right. you know, I ask my daughters or my even my son when he's not working, you're gonna carry, you know, whatever we need. You know, like not because you're an armor bearer, but because you're our family. Right. And if nobody else, man, we can look to our left, look right, them. front, yeah. or back and see our children there. Or my wife, or you know, she sees me. Come on, man! And I'm gonna tell y'all, married couples again. Let me tell you, it'll bless you. It'll it'll creep into your bedroom. I'm just leave it at that. <laughs> when you support your spouse, uh-huh. oof, bye bye. Uh-huh. You, you understand Songs of Solomon. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, all right. Songs of Solomon. You, you understand it's it. All right. That's another segment. Y'all bring us back. <laughs> And that's what is, has kept us. I'm going to just keep throwing that out there because it's something to celebrate that kept us young and married. Mm-hmm. 20 years, 24, 23 years old. Yeah. Never had to about a. Were we that young? No, 22. I was 22. Uh, he swears. She was I'm 20. A cougar. She was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm barely a year and a half older than him. Goodbye. <laughs> But young, listen, young yeah. and married, already had a baby, you know, a son, and then another one was coming, young and married, and we we persevered. We persevered. We pushed man. it through. Some, you know, some of the younger couples who were married with us at the same time, they didn't, they don't have that testimony, Absolutely. but we learned how to Thank rely, you, you know, on each other. You, and Jesus. that's part of the vision. Even if we weren't physically writing it down at the time, we were putting it in our phone, like he said, and we were talking about it. Absolutely. That's yeah. the only way. There's, uh-huh. I mean, we wouldn't be happy together. You guys, people would see it all over you. You can't hide that. <laughs> type you can't hide that. You can't hide that. Right? You cannot hide you can't it. Hide that. You see it every day. Every they just day. got an argument. Your kids would see it. It would it would reflect in your children's behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. So yeah. That's that's a whole that is yeah, that is now. That is a whole nother discussion. Y'all look like y'all just argued in the car. Right. You exactly. can, that shows. You pulling your Ike right. and Tina Turner coming out of <laughs> the limo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just say bat your face. <laughs> no. That's one thing you'll never hear is that the Duboses are fake. That's right. what you will never hear. I cannot stand you, Doctor. You bat your face. <laughs> you know how we do and get that little makeup, that hey. little makeup uh, pad. <laughs> Listen, you know, and I, I think for me, um, you know, one of the things I marveled again, you know, my wife talked about it is Doctor Ephraim Williams. Um, and his uh, late wife, uh, Lady Carrie Sue Williams, um, I literally modeled my life according to the examples God did through them. Um, you know, granted, that's my home church, St. Paul Baptist Church. And, um, you know, just all the fruit, you know, like St. Paul Baptist Church, there's just still evident of good fruit from Pastor Williams's leadership, Dr. Williams's leadership. And now even uh, the new pastor, my big brother, Pastor Kenny Reese, shout out. He's fruit of that. He's fruit of the teaching. Like he's a son of the church. So, you know, when it was time to get married, I was like, hey, man, I don't know no other good fruit. Like this is the only pastor I've known and I know his fruit. He ain't messy. His name ain't messy in the streets. You know, uh, First Lady uh, Sue was alive still at the time. You know, a husband of one wife. 
And I said, yo, man, I want somebody to speak over to me that ain't messy. Right. And and it makes a difference. You know, uh, before she had passed, you know, they had celebrated, if I'm not mistaken, almost 40 years of marriage. Wow. You know, and I said, Lord, I thank you for that because that lets us know we can at least get the 40. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're, we're entitled to the 40 because the right covering spoke into our life. Yeah. One thing he said was, do not go to bed. He said, don't you go to bed angry at night. He said, you don't pull them sheets over your head. Don't talking. put them on. The, he don't sleep on the couch. <laughs> you don't sleep on the couch. He, he, was he said, you do not go to bed angry. No, he said, that that's not God. That's how he talks. That's not God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, you can't talk to talk him from the out. couch. Talk it out. <laughs> yeah. I said, I can scream. He said, no, brother, you can't <laughs> talk to the couch. <laughs> He was dead serious, man. We love you, Dr. Williams. We love you. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, it's great when um, people of wisdom can give you sound advice that you know works. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. like, that you know without a shadow of a doubt works. Like my, my grandpa was married to my grandma for 50 something years. She went into, wow. she was on a treadmill one day and she had a stroke and she fell. Wow. He ran over there, gave her CPR. And from that day, she went into a coma. She was in a, a nursing home in a coma for 14 months. My grandfather was there every day for 12 oh, hours a day. And on his way there, he would pack her a bag mm-hmm. and have shoes and says, this is going to be the day my wife wakes up wow. with me. He would sit with her. He would massage her hands because he didn't want her hands to get crinkled up. That's he would right. massage her hand, massage her feet. Have somebody come braid her hair, take cleaner up, clean it every single day for you, 14 Jesus. months, 12 hours a day. The church people would, would get mad at him and say, Won't you just come to church? She ain't gonna never wake up. He said, This is my wife. Come I'm on. Bow to my wife. Come in on. sickness and in health. I'm gonna be here because today is gonna be the day she come home with me. Thank you, Jesus. That is real love right there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. That is that's real. a vision too. That's that's having the right vision and living under that vision. Yeah. Like when things didn't line up to how you thought, you yeah, just didn't quit. He just didn't walk away yeah. from it. Thank he you, didn't Jesus. say, Oh, well, let me go do what I gotta do. Yeah. He was there every single day yeah. for 12 hours every day for 14 Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's real. I I haven't had that, you know. Uh, extremity, but uh, the the six years that I was touring, um, I said my wife can't be alone. You know, touring. Our kids were young at the time, super young, and you know, I just prayed. I was like, Lord, you know, I don't know, you know, ain't, ain't about to be no brother at the house. That's what we're not gonna have, you know. But <laughs> you know, Lord, just align some like minded uh, sisters, you know, and um, he strategically, you know, my niece Jasmine. You know, our, our little sis, Tish, uh, Fuse, who'll be married uh, in a couple of months, all right, to my big brother, Jovan. Um, you know, and there was Gigi, you know, Pam Clean. So it was like the Lord just sent these three young ladies to just be a friend to my wife mm-hmm. um, and not ask anything. I'm way over in other different countries, and I could think. This is pre, you know, social media and cell phone. I think Skype just came out. So to... Yeah, if you didn't pay for that international plan, Doc, you ain't talking. Right. You was yeah, not yeah. talking. Hey, Doc, you ain't talking and you ain't texting. In the five ninety nine, roaming. Uh, no, you call one eight hundred collect. Announce your name, honey. I'm doing well. Bye. <laughs> you know, it was that type of thing. But I could have ease because God said there's a vision. You need to have her surrounded with good women, yeah. good young ladies that not just to help with kids, but that will help give her the balance. 
mm-hmm. you know, yeah. when she has those moments as a mother, when she just needs some unwinding time, you know, and, you know, to the day, man, if something were to happen to our kids, they would go with a Gigi, uh, a Jasmine cousin, big cousin, she's the oldest cousin on my wife's side, and then Tish, they'll take those three over us any day. And now Danae and Vaughn, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I mean, because it's a lot. It's, it's what you don't really see anymore these days. You know, people in any level of commitment for the long haul. You know, my parents will be 48 years on February 16th. Woo! Let's go. And so, you know, like you don't like 55 years and 40 years. Like you don't see that even 20 years. You just. It's just uncommon these days. And that's just with married, you know, marriages. People aren't staying in jobs that long anymore. People are not staying in churches that long anymore. People aren't. It's just a level of commitment that's just not there like it once was back in the days or whatever. It seems like that level of commitment has kind of like been distorted, changed. Something has come between it. Or maybe it is the vision that helped a person realize I, I I need to kind of establish some boundaries or something here, you know, for certain commitments, because certain commitments really didn't mean us no good, that's you right. know? And so I think that, that that's another reason why it's important to have a vision because, you know, not only does it benefit you the way we've all been, you know, sharing these different experiences and throughout this conversation, but it also benefits you with just how, how do you move forward? Yes, Lord. How do you move tomorrow and yes, Lord. in 30 days and then 60 days, 120 days? How do you move forward? What is that going to look like, right? Yes, Everybody's yes, now trying to come out of COVID, but we know that COVID is still around. So what's your plan? How do you see yourself maneuvering in this new normal? Yes. You can't say it ain't happening and try to move blindly, <laughs> right? Because it's happening. Right. Yeah. You're going to really hurt yourself. You're going to walk into something and bump your head a few times if you act like you don't see it, right? Yeah. It, it's the same thing we do with our, our physical lives, our spiritual lives, every aspect of our life. We have to have that, that clarity. And then we have to have that level of support. Mm-hmm. You know, it not only do we have God backing us, but God will give us and establish the team. He'll yeah. establish. That's good. And, and give you who has strengths in areas where you, you're you not strong in. Because one thing I've learned is that I don't want to do everything. No, I don't. I, don't. I, don't. I and know. If, I mean, if I got to pay for it, I'm paying for it. You know, if I can't afford to pay for it, and I'll you ain't never lie. out on the back end, but I don't want to do everything. Yeah. That's yeah. someone's ministry. That's their gift. Yeah. That is their vision. To mm-hmm. you know, I'm just throwing out there. Let's say Grant Wright. You know, house clean. House clean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. You know what? I'm turning my mic off. I'm done. Uh, we, got a, we got a good house cleaner for you. <laughs> and then you gonna you gonna encourage it? I am done. There's nothing wrong. Listen, with there everybody is, is called to something, some there level of it. work to help us with our vision. I can scrub a toilet though. She has a vision for. <laughs> I can clean a bathroom. Uh, their number. I'm done. No, I'm done. Mr. Vine, I can't. I'm done. We got you. Yeah, we got you. I, you know what, man? I just she had the idea. Yeah, go ahead. That's cool. I'm on an early doc. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. You send that Fix as it, soon as this go. is over. Now we keep a clean house. Let me just say that. But right. I'm just saying. Fix it first, lady. We're like, not dirty. Don't get it twisted. We're not hoarders. But when I think about what that time back 
Yeah. You know, because yeah. we do. We're busy. Yeah. Careers. Let me rephrase that. Mogul. Ministry, careers, yeah, kids, everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. That, mm-hmm. Basketball. Mm-hmm. Just someone to come in, do the deep clean, and I could keep the straight nap. Exactly. It's the baseboards <laughs> for me. That's what it's the baseboards. Uh-huh. And but you know what? At least he's he he's a neat freak. Yeah, people still say that. So, you know, we we balance. Yep. She's yep. real messy. <laughs> <laughs> we balance. I, I'm excited messy. that he doesn't mind helping I'm clean. done. I am. Nope. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> listen. You know, it is just, you know, from the home training, man. You know, I think the the joy, and I know we're wrapping up. I just marvel at the things my wife experienced growing up. Uh, she marvels at the things that I grew up with and things that we didn't have uh, growing up. It's so weird. Like, we have it through one another. Mm-hmm. It's cra- It's the craziest thing to even say out loud. The things we didn't get to experience or have, we have it through each other, man. And so it's just a vision. You know, yeah. I prayed, Lord, I want a wife. You know, and when I walked through the, my wife's townhouse, at the time and I seen her that vision of who my wife was it she she went into that silhouette and I was like oh there it is because she was a, she was a snack yes she was still <laughs> is still <laughs> is a snack so I had vision at uh, 18 so you know I thank you guys you know I, I just want to tell you guys you know the McGee's thank you so so much um you know for us this is vision this was our part of our vision to get out of our comfort zone and just share you yeah. know and and you guys have pulled that out of us in a good way. And so we we say thank you. And you know, I just thank my wife, you know, because she's she's just raw and real. She ain't on air different. You know, we talked about that yeah. too. Like it's just cool, man. We just get to just be that. You know, we, yeah. we ain't gotta always be on. Like our yeah. on is open. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I just say I love you, honey. And you know, all of you out there, you know, we just want to encourage you, you know, just keep pushing, you know, continue to write your vision. Um, continue to trust God and pray for you. Pray over your vision too that God gives you. I want to yeah. leave you with that. Pray over the vision as often as He's leading you to. Yeah. yeah. Where can people follow you at? How to get um, in touch with you at your church? You know. Yeah. Futurecommunitychurch.com. Futurecommunitychurch.com, and you can email us, pastor at f the number two c dot us or first lady the word first lady at f two c dot us. She's messy. Um, and it follows on Instagram, uh, YouTube, FCC TV, uh, and then Facebook Future Community. All right. All right. We're wrapping it up for the week. Catch us next week on another uh, another uh, hour of the Unapologetic Hour. We'll see y'all. All right. And don't forget about our podcast on Google Play Store and the Apple Store. Yes. Well. Apple they Podcast. need 100 views, y'all. 100,000.